Hey there, it's Ira Glass from This American Life. If you don't know our show, it's true stories that unfold like little movies for radio. Lots of them funny with surprising moments and plot twists. We've been on the radio for years. And we've teamed up with The New York Times to bring you new episodes of This American Life a full day and a half before you can find them anywhere else online. And the place you can do that is the New York Times audio app every Saturday morning. In the app, you also find the best of our archive, hundreds of episodes, plus This American Life shorts, which are handpicked stories when you're in the mood to hear something good but you don't have time for a whole episode. And the New York Times audio app, can I say, is chock full of tons of other stories and podcasts curated every day for those moments that you want to listen to something and you don't know what you want to listen to. You can download it at nytimes.com slash audio app and subscribe to start listening. And if you're not already a New York Times subscriber, well, this is another reason to become one. Again, that's nytimes.com slash audio app. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Tuesday, May 19th. Here's what you need to know today. We must be frank about one of the primary reasons this outbreak spun out of control. There was a failure by this organization to obtain the information that the world needed, and that failure cost many lives. In a speech at the annual meeting of the World Health Organization, the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, pointedly criticized the group, saying it had mishandled the original outbreak of the virus in China by promoting misinformation from the government there. The status quo is intolerable. WHO must change, and it must become far more transparent and far more accountable. At the meeting, leaders of the World Health Organization said that they would review their response to the pandemic, something that several member countries, including the U.S., have demanded. And... Yeah, I've taken it for about a week and a half now, and uh, I'm still here. During a news conference on Monday, President Trump said that he has been taking doses of hydroxychloroquine as a preventative measure against the virus, despite a lack of evidence that it works. Can you explain, sir, though, what is the evidence that it has a preventative effect? Here we go. You ready? Here's my evidence. I get a lot of positive calls about it. The only negative I've heard was the study where they gave it, was it the VA, with, you know, people that aren't big Trump fans gave it and we've done the great... The Times reports that the president's disclosure has alarmed doctors who fear it may encourage Americans to use the drug. The Food and Drug Administration has previously issued a safety warning about the medicine, saying that it can cause serious heart problems and should not be used outside of hospitals or clinical trials. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like expanding capacity for sustainable aviation fuel and biodiesel in Washington state and bringing massive new infrastructure online in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.